Welcome to SBCA's Lumber Connection Podcast, where we discuss today's market and explore tomorrow's trends. Here's our host, Molly Butts. Hello and welcome to Lumber Connection. It's the week of August 28, 2023, and I'm in the studio with my regular experts, Justin Binning and Ken Timmons. Both Justin and Ken are from American International Forest Products, or AIFP. Welcome to the podcast, gentlemen. Hey there, Molly. Thanks, Molly. Hello. How are you guys doing today? Good. Wednesday. Wednesdays are it is, good. It's it is Wednesday. I did Absolutely. have someone today ask me how my weekend was, and I was like, kind of like, what? Well, late on the uptake there. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm going to just give another plug for BCMCFS. I know we talked about this last episode, but it is coming right up. If you guys still haven't registered, there's still time. Online registration is open until September 14th, but you can also register on site. So lots of ways to get there. I hope you do. We'd love to see you in Indianapolis this year. And I think with that, why don't we just get right into the topic at hand? What's been happening in the lumber market over the last couple of weeks? Gosh, it's at- I asked Ken this, as I said, well, we're podcasting today or next week. He's like, no, it's today. And man, two weeks has gone by quick, it feels it like. Um, it yeah, it's gone by quick, but yet it felt like Groundhog Day, I guess, every day too. A lot of the same. But I would say that there, I think where we left off last time, we felt like we were entering, potentially getting close to a, a bottom forming in. And this is in regards to speaking to the yellow pine market. And lo and behold, that's what feels like has happened. And that really started to take place the end of last week. So again, when we look at where the trading range has been established over this past year, we felt like we were, we're right there where we've seen the market really catch, catch hold at a certain price level. And so we, we've reached that on many items and a lot of items were undervalued too. So with that said, it felt like Again, end of last week, mills were able to really clean up some floor stock and get themselves in a position that they could stabilize pricing and kind of rebuff any large counters that were coming their way. Obviously, the goal there is that you hope to have some carryover into that that coming, that following week. But that's been mixed results at best. I would call it a choppy trade for the most of the week. Feels like it comes in bunches where you're busy for a couple of hours and it's like, oh, like we're on to something. And then it's quiet until the next afternoon, maybe. And then you get a little flurry of business. So just kind of coming in waves a little bit. I don't think anyone is, I think cautiously optimistic would be the best way I would say in terms of approaching the fall business. We certainly feel that there's a lot of business out there that needs, that would needs to be purchased for that hasn't been done. I just think we're constantly weighing, engaging that supply versus demand ratio. And it's, it still feel like supply is, is outstripping the overall demand. Oh, we've got a holiday week or Monday's obviously a holiday. Sometimes you'll see a a flurry of business before holiday and that would be this week. And again, it just felt like any momentum that we were kind of building the end of last week has faded a little bit this week. So not to say that there's trades getting done every single day. It absolutely is and would still, I don't want to make it sound like it's, you know, been a ghost town, but it just, we're really trying to catch that wave of momentum to get the prices up. So right now prices have burned. I think two by four is, is the one exception throughout all zones where we are seeing some price appreciation and um, you're seeing a uh, demand for product that is not available at this time. So 
my expectation would be for two by four to continue to gradually push higher in pricing. And I think two by four is hoping that it can help bring its uh, brethren with it. But that is yet to be seen. And we are hoping that we catch some momentum on the other woods as well. All right. Ken? Yeah, I got a soldering idea. I'm just going to barf out. We're going to start with a food reference. This market's 100% tapas and entrees, excuse me, appetizers and tapas. No entrees right now. Everyone's taking small bites, very nimble, no big dramatic moves anywhere. JB's absolutely right. The market is very measured. Cash market, futures market's been compressing a little bit. That range is tightening down. Cash market, a little bit of the same. We're up from the bottom. Some products were off from the top. Not much downside risk at all in, in first species off the West Coast. Not a ton of upside potential either. I don't expect it to go ripping in either direction. Last Friday morning, we woke up out here in Portland to pretty significant lightning storm. Did cause some fires in Southern Oregon. Quite a few sawmill towns were really buried in smoke to the point where it was almost need to evacuate the guys in the middle level. I mean, air quality of 450 AQI kind of score, which is significant. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was bad for a while. That's more of last Friday. Now by this Wednesday today, it's cleared. It's better. Yeah. And we're actually through what is the bulk of fire season at the end of August, which is good. September, it can still happen. Right. Still happen in October, but traditionally the real bad ones go down in August. So we actually made it through early unscathed this year so far. Knock on wood. Right, but that's good news for everybody. Great resource, never want to see that burn. In terms of market trend, market outlook, forecasting for two to four weeks out, in the West, Doug Fur commodity lumber is, of the commodities, a little more specialized. There's not dozens of suppliers per product, right? You got eight or nine major producers in total in, on a, a product that a trust manufacturer might be using, like an MSR or a Select or one and better. Of those eight or nine, maybe two or three make it, and one or two aren't making it at the time. So really, it's there's not enough production for this market to fall out from under itself in fur. Prices are pretty close to where we set in bottoms here eight weeks. One big trend that I've missed in a lot of markets is customer changing customers changing their preferences from stud grade webstock to a number two stamped webstock. Just a visual thing, I assume mostly for procuring plates. Devil's advocate in me on the Lumber Connection podcast wants to point out that number two does not technically have less weight than stud grade. But so I think that's an interesting or phenomenon. Stock's been holding pretty sturdy in price as studs have been on the incline since our last podcast. Corn stock's really been hanging in there too. I even had a, a little partner of mine say this morning, it seems like the hot button got pushed on a certain MSR length. He said a lot of people were checking in, looking for favors, not necessarily something that was easily accommodable. So market is good. I think continue to operate under the plan of stick with it through Halloween. And Halloween, let's lean our inventories out, in my opinion. I, if I was if I was a lumber buyer at a trust shop, that's what I... Okay. All right. So you guys touched on three things that I had written down that I wanted to circle back to. Well, two and then another one that you didn't. So the fires, you're telling me that at this point, we probably don't need to worry about big fires affecting the market. We're sort of out of that hot season, so to speak. Still a factor. Okay. It would be more likely that it would have happened in the last 30 days than the next 30 days. It could still happen. 
Okay. Right. I mean, it's less it's risky. more historical reference, correct, right? Correct. I mean, but it's, it, it could be on some normally fall and it's still a risk because right. the majority of the U.S. and Canada has been extremely dry. So definitely not yeah. out of the woods per se. I mean, from a historical out standpoint, yeah. I wanted you to say out of the woods. I know. I was going to say no pun intended, but anyway. Ben had mentioned, and I get a little broad, one for time's sake, when we're doing this. And obviously, as anybody that's using yellow pine out there, sorry, I understand maybe we don't touch on every single grade because I think there's 50 of them on skews in yellow pine. But the touch, I just try to touch on the broader trends. But I will say one thing that is important on the stress grade side with in regards to yellow pine, it has tight. It has been very tight for, I'd say, the last two or three weeks. Six inch seems to be the one stress grade that we've seen more availability on, and we can get some quicker loads shipping out via car and or truckload. But outside of that, when you start getting into the wider lengths, been really tough to cover and really tough to source. So that, an FYI on there, if you see some values out there, don't be afraid to jump on them. Or if you see something, anytime's a good time right now for that. If you've got a need, you can find it. Don't be afraid to pull the trigger on some MSR. So I wanted to make sure I threw that out there. Can you see my notepad here? I wrote down MSR. <laughs> <laughs> you guys totally circled back to that. So thank you. So the last thing we haven't talked about in a little while, and I imagine it's because it's not really an issue, is transportation. Things looking pretty good there. South's been pretty darn good. I feel like, again, we've kind of stabilized rate for the most part. So yeah, I wouldn't say there's much to, to say in terms of trucking. Things have been moving pretty well. And yeah, I don't have anything that really any red flags or anything that's coming to mind that would say otherwise. Okay. Yeah. If you, I feel like a guilty dog. I have a gentle red flag in the West. It's getting more expensive. I had to cut Justin. I just knew I had to say it. It's totally, gosh, my fault. Transportation is up a little bit in the West. It's still relatively easy to source, but prices are up and there's no fighting it. I was just on the phone a few minutes ago with a different side. She was telling me the same thing. We we're kind of bouncing rates off each other and seems like crazy high prices, but it's kind of what everyone's paying. So also keep in mind the months that are coming up, we got some products that are going to throw a wrench in here. Pumpkins are one of them. Christmas trees are another. I mean, conveniently, no surprise where a lot of sawmills are out of the West is also the Christmas tree capital of Clackamas County, Oregon. Oh, that's a big, that's a big transportation demander here in the fall and winter. Okay. Other products. All right. Interesting. Well, I'll, we'll keep tabs on that as we head through into the holiday season. I think with that, we'll just talk a little bit before we wrap up about what component manufacturers can expect in the next couple of weeks leading up to hopefully seeing everybody at BCMC. And then on the rail piece, rail's moving fine too. No, nothing weird there. Rail seems to be moving fine. I did want to touch on it. I know at Spruce, so just a quick overview there, kind of at a standstill. I think Ken touched on the futures portion versus cash. He's absolutely right. And yeah, it's just kind of at a standstill right now in terms of price movement. So I feel like a lot of our traders on our floor feel the pressure and the buildup happening to where we're going to, we're going to see some retraction potentially in pricing here in the short term. So maybe that happens, doesn't, but you know, we were in a retraction period, felt like we firmed up prices. And again, it was like, maybe this is, we're going to gain something. It just kind of, right. Same thing I kind of alluded to where we're at with yellow pine. 
And but yet we're not quite there in terms of are we going to get another some follow through in the marketplace? So just wanted to keep our listeners updated on what's going on with other species because I do think it's important. But and then what to expect? What I know is again from a value standpoint in terms of pricing, historical reference, all this stuff. I, I had a, a sheet printed out or I pulled up on an uh, old email that I came across. It was it was my inventory, my personal inventory products that I owned on February 18th, right? But if you see where pricing is today, I mean, to Ken's point earlier, there's really not much downside risk here. And we've proven that over these last market cycles where the market has uh, put in a bottom and also kind of a trading range that's been established uh, several times now that you can feel good right here. I mean, there's, again, I mean, you start getting below these levels and those will shut it off, they will because they can't run and they can't run for very long. They can run for a short period of time and it just doesn't work profitable. Well, the thing I want to touch on the storm, some people wonder is like, gosh, is the storm having an effect? Storms are kind of a, they do two things. One, they cause a real effect, right? Destruction, water, rain, wind. It feels like this storm has been a lot of rain. It certainly affects and where it's going through that Southeast corridor up through Tallahassee and through Georgia. There's a lot of sawmill production that lies there. It's a, it kind of two-folded, right? I think it, it hampers consumption more than it does production. The production piece, because mills have established log decks, got logs to pull from. Yes, it's wet. It can still run and make and produce lumber. Logging, there gets a backlog there, gets very difficult to log when it's covered in water and it's swampy and muddy, doesn't work. But the first thing that gets hit is the consumption piece, right? So certainly we'll have some effect in some of those consuming regions over the next week. And typically it's about a week, maybe two weeks where we see a lag there. So I wanted to touch on that. But I think um, over the next two weeks, you know, again, if you're looking at your business and you're saying, God, I'm going to need to buy wood here or, or I'm running an inventory and I'm See, I'm X tier with what I've got, but I know I'm going to need X in 30 days. I'd probably be buying wood today, without a doubt. I think there's tremendous value in the numbers that are being promoted and sold at. And again, I would have, I would feel really good about where you're buying in the marketplace today. And it's a really good value. Okay. That was good. What should a component manufacturer expect over the next two weeks? I think all component manufacturers should expect to have a great time at the BCMC, to shake hands with some people they haven't met, look at some new saws, learn some things, exchange some best practices. I think the market's going to be very gentle here. Just like flight cross country, we've reached altitude. We're going to cruise for a second, maybe a little turbulence, but nothing crazy. I think we're kind of smooth sailing for the two weeks or three weeks leading up to the show. Awesome. Well, I think that wraps up our episode for this week. Justin, Ken, thank you so much for your continued expertise and enthusiasm. As always, I've enjoyed our time together. I'll be a brief and I look forward to the next installment of Lumber Connection. Thanks, Molly. Thank you, Molly. Thank you. This has been a Lumber Connection podcast by SBCA. If you have a question you'd like a guest to answer on a future podcast, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com. <laughs>